everybody. It's podcast 30 of Empower Your Oils, and today we're going to talk about the oil of energetic boundaries. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of doTERRA essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge for more detailed information on how to properly use Jutera essential oils, visit empoweryouroils.com. Welcome, welcome. This is Janet, and I'm super excited to be here today to talk about the empowerment of doTERRA melaleuca essential oils. Woo, woo, that's tea tree. Tea tree oil, everyone. Tea tree. <laughs> and I really had fun coming up with my uh, cocktail today. And it's called the Margaritrita. <laughs> Margaritrita. That's hilarious. And so really it's just a basic margarita with some lime juice and lemon and um, tequila, of course. And then I put a splash of pineapple juice in it to kind of sweeten it up. And then I had some, I put a drop of melaleuca oil and a drop of lime and a drop of wild orange essential oils in it. Ooh, that sounds fun. Did you use a whole drop of melaleuca or did you do a toothpick drop? I did a whole drop. I just went for it. <laughs> I know. I did too. And I'm just so pleasantly, pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with mine. I made a, this is Gina. Hi everyone. And I made a Long Island iced tree. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Dun dun And I made my own sweet and sour mix for the first time, which is really just kind of like, I didn't realize it. It's like simple syrup, except you add um, lemon juice and lime juice. And I had leftover grapefruit juice. So I added that too. And then I added essential oils also. So I made up my own concoction of a sweet and sour mix and it's fabulous. It's really yummy. And then the um, melaleuca actually just tastes really, really great. So I'm, I'm super, super excited about it. Cool. I had no idea how you made sweet and sour mix either. So that's awesome. I know I was trying to find a way just to use just the oils and I think I might try to make uh, lemon and lime simple, simple syrup. syrup but the cool thing with the adding so much of the juice is that it's not so it's not so sugary right it's not because the simple syrup it's just, it's just really sugary anyway it was really fun I'm gonna play with, around with it a little more and see if there's a way to eliminate a lot of the excess sugar out of that. So that'd be cool. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, the oil of energetic boundaries. So wrapping up with April, we've had such a cool month of um, like diving into thinking about and contemplating and figuring out and visualizing who we are, like who we are at the core, who our true self is, who we are without labels, who we are without um, judgment of others. Uh, without labels from others. Without... 
who we think we should be for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. What is authentic? What does it mean to be authentic? What does it mean to be masked or unmasked? So many things we dove into this month and I, we hope that you're um, having a ball. I know we've been triggered off and on and what we wanted to do is round up the end of this month after you're finding your true selves and you're standing in more of the truth of who you are and we hope that you're loving yourself along the way and realizing that this is a daily moment to moment lifelong journey. Um, but we want to wrap up with the oil of energetic boundaries because so often we take on other people's shit and people take on our shit as well. And I remember when I started first learning about energetic boundaries, I always wanted to protect myself to protect everyone else from me, which I thought was because you're really scary. I know. Well, <laughs> I think it's because I was just like, I have so much shit. Like no one needs to take on my shit for sure. Like, I was so way more worried about people taking on my shit than I was taking on other people's shit. And I take on other people's shit all the time or I used to. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Anyway, energetic boundaries. It's such a huge, amazing fantastic oil um, on a physical level and then on that emotional and spiritual level as well. So it's great for pretty much anything skin, anything to do with skin. Uh, Melaleuca is awesome for, it's amazing for your immune system. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite uses is in a salve with lavender for all things yoni. So anytime I am not feeling fresh, Smelling fresh, I will use my tea tree and lavender um, salve. I actually use melaleuca and lavender in the shower for a, a personal kind of, um, what's that thing called? You know, a little soap, a little personal, I don't know, a yoni soap. Okay. Yeah. That's just me. Janet's giving me a funny look. So anyway, for me, that is my number one use for, for it. I use it every single day. And then I also make my own um, dryer sheets with Melaleuca and lavender. I love that. So how do you make a dryer sheet? Oh my God, it's so cool. So you just take pinking shears and you cut out squares, maybe, I don't know, eight inch squares. And you fold them up and you put it in, um, you make maybe 10 of them or 20 of them. And you put it in a jar with vinegar. Out of, out of what? Just out of what, what? Yeah, like cotton. Yeah, just cotton. You can actually even use maybe leftover towels or rags, but they tend to be thick, thick, thicker. So I just get like, you can go to sometimes those stores and get those, um, they have those cool, they have them already pinking sheared. In the craft section, sometimes they have those rolls of, oh, like quilting squares. Yeah, like the quilting supply section and you'll get like 12 squares of something. Those are perfect. And then you put it in a jar and you fill it up with uh, or fill it like a halfway or a quarter way of vinegar and then like 12 to 15 drops of lavender and then about 10 drops of melaleuca. That's what I do. But the cool thing is, is you could do, you can make your own, you can make your own signature scent if you wanted to. I just like melaleuca because it's so, it has so many freaking antiviral, antifungal, antimicrobial, and it's like anti-everything. So cleanses everything. Yeah, so that's my favorite use of uh, Melaleuca. Cool. Yeah. What I've really been into lately is um, using it as deodorant. 
So I just put a couple drops on my hand and rub it down there when I get out of the shower and under my arms and just let it go because I feel like it like takes away this stank. <laughs> Does it make you stinky? I don't know. I used to hate the smell of it, but now I kind of like it. So I don't know what everybody else thinks about it, but I feel like I smell way better. And you just put it on straight, neat. You don't use any coconut oil? Nope. No, I used to do that with grape tree, uh, grapefruit. I'd put on um, coconut oil and grapefruit as my deodorant. I never thought about using it, uh, using Melaleuca. So that's interesting. I just figured, you know, because the reason that like when you sweat, you're stinky is because it's kind of got all your gunk coming out. So I don't know. I really like it. Sometimes cool. I put a little uh, peppermint or lemon or something with it too to make it maybe smell better, but. I cannot even imagine putting peppermint on my underarms. It sounds horrible. Summer, I think it's going to cool me off really great. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Okay, it's cool. A little, it's a little ab uh, abrupt. <laughs> but <laughs> Awesome. Yay. Okay, you want to go through the oil fact of the day? Sure. Um, as Tina said, it's commonly known as tea tree. Tea tree oil. <laughs> and um, Metallica essential oil has over 92 different compounds and limitless applications. The leaves of the Metallica tree were used by the Aborigines of Australia for centuries. They would crush the leaves and inhale the oil to promote feelings of clear breathing and apply the leaves directly to the skin for a cooling effect. It's also in the family of myrtle trees and shrubs. And doTERRA uses the leaves and steam distills it. Cool. That's interesting. That was kind of a really long one, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I think we get a lot like, what is Melaleuca? What is, and then we say, oh, it's tea tree because that's what most people know, know it as. And so we wanted to just have that, um, well, what is, what is, what is tea tree? Because I know mean? there was a point in time when somebody said, oh, it's tea tree oil. I went, so? <laughs> That's I had hilarious. no idea what it was. Yeah. I always used to use it for um, my feet. I think my mom put it on my feet when we, athlete's foot in the, from using public showers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think it was doTERRA back then, but um, I remember that when I was little. That's interesting. What were you going to say? I, well, I was just thinking about the other cure for athlete's foot, which peeing is... Peeing on your feet. Peeing on your feet. <laughs> peeing on, we did that too. We totally peed on your feet. And I'm surprised that I, I said... I, that came up at one thing once, and a lot of people think that's just really disgusting and unsanitary. And So now I want to know if any of our listeners think that's disgusting and unsanitary. Please feel free to... Let us know. And if you do, use Melaleuca in a spray bottle to spray the bottom of your feet to help keep athletes footed. Yes, keep other people's junk to themselves. Totally. <laughs> Which is really what this is all about. Other people's junk, other people's energetic junk. I, um, I knew that Melaleuca was so powerful on a physical level. And when I, when I got this, you know, our favorite book, when the 
Emotions and Essential Oils by EnlightenedHealing.com, who we love, 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 and we're not sponsored by them, but we love them. I was amazed at how powerful energetically this uh, this oil is. Me too. All I could say after Gina read the whole thing to me, I was like, wow. That's all I could say. Wow. I know. It's crazy. I, I don't want to take the time to read the entire page. If you have the book, though, we'd recommend, we hope that you do follow along. Like if you are, if you're working with an oil and you have this book, we hope that you actually go and read it and maybe highlight the sections that you're finding really awesome about that oil that you're working with. Or I guess we'll invite you to start doing that if you have it. I loved this part. Melaleuca encourages an individual to relinquish all forms of self-betrayal, including allowing others to take advantage of one's time, energy, or talents, letting others feed on one's energy, not standing up for oneself, or feeling responsible for the problems of others. Melaleuca assists individuals in purification practices and in releasing toxic debris. I just thought that was so interesting, like calling, like, uh, kind of calling you out on boundaries in a way. Okay, so the biggest thing about energetic boundaries, in my opinion, is um, awareness. So energy awareness. And I feel like in this book, it talks about, I'm just going to read a little bit here. Um, Disinfected by nature, Melaleuca, also known as tea tree oil, clears negative energetic baggage. It specifically releases codependent and parasitic relationships. These toxic relationships may be with people, microorganisms in the physical body, or spiritual beings. So when you feel drained of your life force or your energy, then there is most likely some sort of energetic leakage. And this and Melaleuca can help you break ties with those kinds of people. So the first thing about energetic boundaries, in my opinion, is for people who may or may not know if they're empathic or sensitive, then a great question is, is this mine or is this someone else's? Like if you walk in and you to a room and you all of a sudden get angry and you're like, oh my God, I was in the best mood. I just don't even understand. One of the best questions is, is this mine or is this someone else's? And that awareness is is really important if you're not necessarily empathic but you feel you went you go to dinner with a friend and you come home and you're like oh my gosh I do not feel good I'm so tired then really pay attention like is the last time you hung out with that person or did you feel the same and it's not putting any blame on these other people but it's really coming into awareness of um how do you how do you feel? How are you feeling? And are you feeling depleted in any manner? I think that's really important just to notice and kind of keep track in your, either in a journal or in your mind about when you feel that really depleted and exhausted and when you don't and who you've been around and who you've not been around or what you've been doing that you don't necessarily like to do or whatever. I know that at one job I had before I knew anything about anything. I was stuck in this room with um, the accountant in the company and it was these little teeny dark, no window rooms. And I got so I couldn't even hardly get myself out of bed to go to work. And I, and it was a work job I loved to do. I just couldn't get there because I was just like, oh. And finally, 
the boss was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I said, I don't know. I just, I feel so depressed. I can't even get up and come to work. And she's like, well, what do you think it is? And I said, well, I don't know, but the accountant whose name shall not be mentioned was really like, Oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. Life is so hard. And I, and so finally I told my boss, I said, I think it's her. Cause once you pointed out, I was like, I gotta figure out what this is. And so I noticed that it was probably her just like telling me how sad everything was all the time. And so I told my boss and she was like, fine, we'll move you. And the minute I moved to a different office, even though it didn't have a window either, I was so much happier. It was like almost immediately easier to come to work every day. And so that was before you were even like knew Gina and were aware of energetics and yeah. energy and stuff like that. Yeah, no idea. But I knew that that person was just like huge downer to me. Yeah. Is that person a huge downer or were you allowing that person to be a huge downer? energetically which we do unconsciously when I think about my past in my life I've taken on other people's energy all my life and I'm allowing that and partly I want to say that you know I didn't know I was even doing it yeah well and that's interesting because it does talk about vampirism like the in like the in the vampirism uh energies which are like parasitic and codependent relationships so often that it's not done by consciousness it, it can be i have seen people who can potentially do it consciously but so anyway we're kind of getting on a down uh, uh, a downward spiral but being aware of your energy is huge well and i think i mean you and i were talking about this earlier like we're both extroverts and we do get energy from people and but i don't think it's like I don't go out looking for people to drag their energy from them. I mean, it's not, it's not on purpose, but I do know that I need the energy of other people around me to keep my spirits up. Hmm. I feel like I'm not purposely going out and going, I need energy. I'm going to go steal these people's energy from them. <laughs> right. Being an, an actual energy vampire who, who is, purposely and intentionally sucking people's life force out of their bodies yeah it's not like bad. I, I don't know word's not bad but I think what you're doing is you're just observe you're um, feeling the energy of different people and allowing that to assist you in <laughs> the only word that comes to me is floating not necessarily um, I think the thing is, is that you're not just sucking life force out of people. You happen to just feel the energy of the room and it is energizing to you. And therefore it, it, it's energizing. Yes. I think. Right? Yeah. And if everybody's not having fun, it's like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing. I think awareness for you, uh, this is going to be a great practice because, um, Especially now this whole thought process is, am I using other people's energy? Am I, do I need, I, the word that came to me is like when you said I need people's energy. Oh. 
that's just kind of a curious thing. Like I need this energy to get better. So, <clears throat> so anyway, let's get into the, let's get into the ritual aspect of it. Cause this is all, it all is intertwined. We don't really have a huge, um, ritual that we're asking you to do except it I mean it's just really being aware because awareness is the huge key and then we have a beautiful mantra and I wish I knew who I could credit this mantra to because I love it so much and I don't but the mantra is what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours and a lot of times I'll just be like what's mine is mine and I have my hands kind of in front of my heart center just like holding my heart or coming in what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours and when I say what's yours is yours, I literally put my hands away from my body. So it's like, what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. It's a beautiful, um, beautiful mantra. And it really is such a reminder about containing your own energy and not taking on anyone else's stuff. So this week is really just all about the awareness of when, when are you can be a sign of someone's awareness. I don't know if you've ever been like in the most awesome space. You're at a coffee shop, you're reading a book or you're journaling and it's so yummy and it's cozy and you feel so happy. And then someone comes in and they're chaotic or they're really loud or they're just completely disrupt the energy of the space. That's the stuff that we're, that's the stuff that's we're talking about for you to become aware of your boundaries. We have a couple of protection practices. So do you want to talk about the spray bottle since that one actually worked well for you, Janet? Sure. Well, I made, it started out to be like a celebration spray that I could get myself up and go to put my big girl pants on and go to work and be there every day. because I wasn't very happy there, but and then it sort of became almost a protection spray. So when I got to work every day, I would like take my spray and I would like stand behind my desk and I would spray it in a circle around my intention was to keep the negative energy away and I feel like it worked I don't know for good or bad I don't know for sure because you know they ended up playing me off so maybe I made myself so invisible to them that they forgot I worked there <laughs> well here's the interesting that I think you your first intention for that spray was a celebration oh my gosh I got out of bed hooray I'm going to spray this for the day then when you shared with me you were taking it to work and using it as like a protection I feel like and I want to just remind you and everyone that's listening that it did work because that was your intention like that was you leveling them up your oils and living with intention it wasn't bad I mean totally not a bad thing to be laid off from there and my intention was just to keep all that negative energy from my office. And so um, two of the oils that would be great in there is Melaleuca, which is the oil of energetic boundaries, and then Clove, which is the oil of boundaries. So those would be two great oils in there. And you, know, you might want to add something else in there, kind of do your own research and figure out whether energy you want to bring to the, oil, bring to the spray. Exactly. I was going to say, or if you just want to put something because you love it and it smells really good. Yeah. The other thing that you can do um, if you want to is put a little a bubble of protection on. And one of the ways that I uh, like to teach it is I call it your spiritual condom. And you literally visualize a big, huge condom at the top of your head. I know it sounds really silly. And you roll it down over your body. 
the great thing about a spiritual condom is that an energetic condom is that you, you can still feel everything, but you don't get all icky. Um, if that is just too gross to you and you're like, Oh my God, what are you talking about? Or you're not finding that humorous or funny at all. You can literally just put a bubble around you. Um, my bubbles tend to be like iridescent. Sometimes they're pink. You can add different colors if you want to, but just visualizing a, a protection bubble around you is really great. My protection bubbles are always vacuum bubbles. They suck out all the negativity. And then my negativity, if there was any, gets turned into fairy dust. And then only like love and light can come in to my bubble. So um, there's lots of different ways to do protection work with regard to energy and energetic boundaries. And there's lots of philosophies of why you would and why you wouldn't. And some people say you don't need it. And some people say that you do. And blah 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 so what i what we recommend there's lots of ways there's lots of different people there's lots of teaching so find a guide who can help you if you want more information on um, energy protection um, we can definitely help you we're happy to help you you just need to uh, reach out to us directly and then always just know awareness is the key so how are you? So that's the mantra. Use your Melaleuca. Use it um, if you feel icky or if you're going into a situation where you want some extra, I mean, even extra energetic protection, then put some on the bottom of your feet, put some behind your ears, put some on your heart. There are unlimited ways to use this oil with regard to energetic protection. Very cool. I like it think about when you were talking about your protection bubble was the boy in the bubble movie from the boy in the, I don't know it. I think it was like in the eighties or something, but there was this boy who didn't have any immune system or something. So they put him in this like big plastic bubble and he walked around in this bubble all the time. It was very bizarre. Oh, it's a great visual though. I have one, I had one client one time who she visualized her bubble around her as bubble wrap. She literally like, you know, the bubble wrap that's so fun to pop to make noise. She yeah. literally just rolled herself up in bubble wrap. Like that was her bubble. So anyway, there's all sorts of different forms of bubbles. Some people put chain mail on. Some people are roots of trees. Some people are, there's all sorts of different ways, but we don't need to get into that. But it's fun. So yeah, this is calling in energetic boundaries, respectful connection, being empowered, resilient, and honoring honoring others in their in their ways of being. So we hope this was helpful. We hope you learned something. We hope that you stay safe in your energetic boundaries as you're protecting yourself in your truth. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. And I think it's an ongoing practice. Minute by minute. Figure out, you know, just to be aware. Totally. And I, I want to say that any kind of protection practice can be done in an instant and you could spend hours on it as well. So know that practice is the key there. So um, if you're using Melaleuca as a protection ritual, then keep it with you at all times, put it in a spray bottle, um, just different things like that. So be true to you, know who you are, and um, tell us how you're doing. Stay in touch with us. Yeah, and know who you aren't. <laughs> and know who you aren't. <laughs> Yay. Okay, we'll see you in May. Bye. Bye. Please visit EmpowerYourOils.com for information on purchasing doTERRA essential oils, to receive fun free downloads, and even a variety of not-so-free products. 
If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.